welcome everyone to this live event at the European Parliament. These great new digs at the Vox Box, brand new, spanking new. It's really great to be just outside the plenary so we could grab the MEPs and bring them right out here and talk. And this one is an EPP live event uh, about the uh, EU Africa Summit that is coming up this week and uh, what should be done about it. The EPP group has issued a position paper on that. We want to talk about that. All those issues called like uh, development, climate change, investment, uh, jobs, migration, security. Uh, the EU wants a global gateway uh, leveraging 300 billion in development uh, uh, projects around the world and much of that in Africa. We want to talk about that. My name is Chris Burns and I've been on the ground in Africa in more than a half dozen different countries uh, uh, covering conflicts, covering startups, covering hopeful signs that there can be actual development, real development between the EU uh, and Africa, if we can make this uh, work right. So my guests are uh, Thomas Tove, who is uh, the uh, Swedish MEP chair of the development committee here in the European Parliament, also in the Libe Committee, Civil, uh, Civil Liberties, and ITRE, Ind Industry, Research and Energy. So all those aspects are very, very important for Africa. Um, Georgi Holveni of Hungary, also on the development committee, and the delegation to uh, ACP, uh, Africa, Caribbean, uh, Pacific, uh, EU Joint Parliamentary uh, Assembly. Uh, and uh, Michael Gala, uh, over here uh, from uh, Germany, a Foreign Affairs uh, Committee also, delegation to the ACP-EU Joint Parliamentary Assembly, delegation for relations uh, with South Africa and relations with the Pan-African Parliament, so very much involved uh, in this issue. And uh, Hildegard Bentele of uh, Germany, uh, you are also on the Development Committee and ITRE, Industry, Research and Energy, the Environment Committee. Uh, let me start with Tomas because uh, you being, of course, you know, the, the, the chairman of the David Committee and uh, the EPP group has recently issued this new position paper. Can, can you give us a couple of highlights of that position paper and how that can hopefully make a difference uh, in this EU-Africa relationship and also considering what the, uh, we're having this, uh, this summit this week, what should come out of that? Well, well, thank you, Chris, for having, having me and uh, my colleagues here today. I think uh, what, what is important to understand that Africa is a different continent today than it was when the development policy was cemented. And what we are trying to push for now is really to go beyond this donor-recipient mentality mm -hmm. and go to a true partnership with Africa. And from EPP, we have high expectations now. On we really now need to deliver to, to deliver on this partnership. Right. And I think we need to understand that public funding for humanitarian aid and development cooperation will be important, but that will never be enough. It's not enough. What we need to do, we need to create millions and millions of jobs in Africa for the young population. As the population expands. The population expands. So what we need is to boost trade. We need more of private investments because that is the only sustainable way to also make sure that we have a growth in Africa. And of course, that also gives opportunities to Europe. You Let's said, be frank about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You said, you've said yourself that you want this to be a win-win partnership. How do you mean that? Well, Give us one example of that. Yeah, but uh, of course, uh, if we can create opportunities for European companies, but at the same time make sure that more people can have jobs mm -hmm. and that we can have a growth in Africa, of course, that is a win-win partnership. Mm -hmm. But we need that on more areas as well. I mean, we need to make sure now that 
We also make sure that on other issues that are perhaps more tricky on vaccine production, yeah. on health, on migration, there are many, many issues on the table. Uh, and I have high expectations on this summit because we need to go on from these nice words mm -hmm. to actually see some concrete delivery. Absolutely. And I think one thing that we will see is an investment package between EU and Africa. As part of that global gateway or beyond that? Beyond that, okay. uh, but let's see. Yeah, uh, Hildegard, uh, I mean, we talked a little bit earlier about this that, uh, and, and you're talking about the vaccines and, and COVID and how we have approached uh, COVID in an international way. You see that as a, a possible um, sort of a, a, an example of how we could cooperate uh, between the EU and Africa, right? Yes, I think the, the big uh, good thing about uh, the cooperation on the vaccines is the joint approach because we mm. are teamed up as Team Europe where we uh, joined our forces and we made a very good offer to the Africans. It's not sufficient, but we joined forces and we made a very credible offer uh, in contrast to the other actors. So I think we should really uh, copy and imitate and, and this kind of approach to other uh, aspects also, let's say on, on climate change, on, on energy cooperation, uh, also on, on um, job creation mm -hmm. and so on. So this is a very good, good uh, sign, what we have, and we should build on it. Um, Georgi, let me ask no. you too, because it's, it, development's important, investment's important, but also human rights, right? We've talked about that right. before. Human, without human rights exists nothing. This is part of the security policy, and without security is nothing, yeah? And uh, I'm sure about that we, uh, this is really a chance to get a, a, a good start, a new start uh, on it and um, to uh, security and human rights. Yeah, mm. It's absolutely clear, the education. And education, it's an absolutely crucial part of the story in the next years. As you mentioned, uh, the population is growing until 2030. To keep the level, the education level from today, we need more than two million new teachers. Right. This is a huge challenge. And, and that's the where the EU can help. Yeah, and of course, we have to uh, help, but we have to cooperate and we have to really see what is the need and where are able the African countries to cooperate. Yeah. We are not uh, there for lecturing. Yeah, indeed, That's... indeed. And, 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 and what is the need, uh, Mikhail, you being so very close to these different committees uh, dealing with parliamentarians in, in Africa, I think you very much have your ear on the ground, so to speak, over there, right? Yes, we have uh, engaged over many years uh, in this cooperation with our colleagues, be it in the framework of the Joint Parliamentary Assembly, ACPEU, yeah. or with the Pan-African Parliament. These are the two setups where we have really fought to, um, to enable them, these colleagues, to assume more of their constitutional responsibility. I mean, let's face the fact that the working conditions for such colleagues are uh, incredible sometimes no regular sessions no no offices no uh, technology no no assistance this is on the one hand technicalities on the other hand it's really essential whether you can assume your your role as a institution in in a democracy and we have uh, done a lot over many years sharing information that is the first thing the eu is cooperating with these countries but it's government so it's the intergovernmental thing we are getting the papers, the draft country strategies and all that. We shared it. And I recall how upset some of the African ambassadors have been mm. while we shared information that they did uh, intergovernmentally 
um, uh, we, with our colleagues. So it's about really um, enabling colleagues to deliver better for their own citizens as well. And uh, in so far, we have advanced a bit, but needs more needs to be done, of course. Um, Sorry. Yes, well, go ahead, Gary. Reaction, yeah. yeah, please. Uh, really, uh, the mic is in very right, yeah, this really right way. Yeah, that is really cooperation with own responsibility. The responsibility is absolutely key word, yeah? And that's what we uh, have to improve it. Right. Uh, Thomas, uh, uh, a little bit further on the on the EPP group position paper, what are a couple other points that are important to you that you hope will be examined during this summit? Well, uh, let, let me take the most sensitive one, I think, at the summit, and that will be on migration. Okay. Uh, because, of, of course, it is clear that we have a lot of internal migration in Africa. We have a very unstable situation also uh, in, fact, in you, many you, other countries. In, in fact, you just had a press conference with, with African reporters who were asking you mainly about migration. Yes, of course. Because, uh, of course, uh, we have uh, a lot of, uh, especially, I would say, young men, that yeah. are leaving Africa, uh, and they are not leaving uh, Africa all the times because they are in a situation where they have the right to asylum in Europe, but they will anyhow cross a very dangerous trip across the Mediterranean Sea, will end up in Europe mm. uh, with the hope of getting a job. And this for me, and this is what I tell also my African partners, I think what we need to understand that we need to tackle the root causes of migration. Okay. And that then you can come back to the question of job creation, about education like Jorge rates, for example. Of course, we need to tackle climate change because otherwise we will have also migration coming from Absolutely. that. So I think for us, it is a question that yes, on humanitarian aid, we will always provide that from the European Union. But on the development cooperation, yes, we will need to be more conditional. Because, mm. of course, we, under, we, we do understand that there must be a cooperation that means that you have a responsibility for your own citizens. So we will have returns, we will have readmission. But perhaps the most important point is that we together work on uh, fighting the root causes of migration. Yeah. And this is something that we need to discuss. Yeah, you know? I, th I think one aspect of that, too, is, is there are different kinds of migration for different reasons, as you said. And one of them is that some, some uh, people coming from Africa are highly skilled, and there's a brain drain out of Africa. How do we fight that, Georgi? And you, you've talked right. about how this it's important, is, uh, education, yeah. upskilling, that's an important absolutely, part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, 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 we have to take the respect about the own, uh, own in, uh, people, the own educated people, yeah? And we have to give the support for, to stay in Europe for a while but not get away. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this is the big, big difference. And here is one aspect. We have to uh, realize the real need of the labor market local. Locally. Yeah? And this, this, is the, this is the key element. Yeah? That's if no investment, if, if no employees there, if no people there, they are able to take the job. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, no, it's, it's not impossible to make this win-win situation. Yeah. Hildegard, being, being on the, the E-Trade Committee and, and research and, and development and energy, um, how do we fight that brain drain? Yeah, I think we have to reward those governments who follow up on good governance and political stability and political participation. Because without this framework, 
you know, there will be no development. So mm. I think we should really, we, ha we have very good examples with the Global Compact with Africa, with the G20. So we really should work with those countries who are willing to have a sustainable development, to give perspective to their own people. And we should cut down, and I'm there with Thomas, we should be conditional, mm. cut down development aid where there is a constant breach of our cooperation and agreements. We have to be more selective and we have to really point out and figure out what are the European values and what are, is our vision where we want to where we want to go and I think this is very important for young Africans because they want they like the European model they they, they like our societies they like freedom they mm. like development and, 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 and having a safe life so yeah. if we can provide them at home and really reward those governments and punish those who don't do yeah. that we should work well, this governance governance so that, that's that, that's a key issue but Michael how do we improve that government how we how do we encourage countries to improve their governance for, from what you've heard in your relations with with uh, parliamentary uh, delegate delegates on the ground over there i mean there are african in initiatives like for instance mo ibrahim this fund uh, who who rewards good governance mm -hmm. uh, visibly and where we uh, should also uh, come in i think uh, when we coordinate well uh, our activities, for instance, ed education was was already named, and I think that should, in the area where we still are in this cooperative <laughs> approach, uh, we should definitely focus on education. And but that uh, must be then accompanied uh, by uh, an approach where uh, the investment that follows up mm -hmm. in in respective areas, where where we then find. Uh, so to say, after education comes the, the supply of the job. So, in if we have a, an added value, and the governments yeah. see the governments see that also when jobs are created, taxes come, so that they have their own income, not only depending on us. We need to see to it through good governance that the annual budget of a country, to a larger extent, mm -hmm. is composed of tax income, and that's where we can provide if we have. For instance, in, in West Africa, they have cotton, they have coffee, they have uh, chocolate uh, or cocoa. Right. Beat. Everything. Not the chocolate. The, uh, <laughs> no, no, not the chocolate, the, the, the cocoa. Yeah. And, and all added value is produced elsewhere. Yeah. They cotton need to be Asia, able to. They, yeah. they need to be able to, there, to combine. At home. At yeah. home. School, vocational training, investment exactly. from us together with, with their own local people, and then add Predict. the value there. Mm -hmm. See to it that income is created, taxes <clears throat> are paid. And then it makes sense for policymakers to deliver and not to be mm. corrupt and 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 to to put it only in their own pockets. What about what about in in, in developing that that local production? Is there a way that, that that we can develop the the relationship between startups or SMEs, small and medium sized enterprises between Europe and Africa? Yeah, I think one of the means is certainly the the micro credit scheme or uh, beyond micro even uh, for for small and medium sized enterprises. I think that is also part of the policy of the Commission that, for instance, mm. with our banking, with our is it the European Investment Bank, that they could provide also risk capital mm -hmm. uh, in order uh, that on the one hand our entrepreneurs dare to go there, yes, and at the other side find partners on the other side that. Get the chance to really to uh, to invest and and also buffer off uh, buffer some some uh, yeah. risk. So uh, Toby, I think that's what you're talking about about some kind of a an investment package that would that would facilitate that, right? Yeah. In in, in what sectors? I think uh, it, agriculture is extremely important to be able to feed themselves, right, and to so. manufacture their own food so they don't just send the raw materials as Michael said back to Europe. I've seen that myself on the ground. Yeah.
I mean, of course, agriculture will be huge because we have uh, the numbers of food insecurity and the hungries, and, and of course, the manufacturing is problematic. So that will be one sector. Mm. I would also say health. And I think not only because of this uh, pandemic, it, it's quite clear that we need to have more investments uh, also in health. Mm. But I mean, uh, we, should, we should not. Uh, Africa is not that different from, from Europe either. I mean, you have the same kind of, they need new innovation when it comes to climate. Mm -hmm. We need more entrepreneurs. I mean, uh, Africa is a young population with huge opportunities. And I think we sometimes uh, forget that, you know, and, and, and that's really what we're saying when we need to, to stop thinking in this donor recipient mentality. Yeah. Uh, let me be a bit controversial and say like this, the long-term goal should be to stop aid and begin to trade. Yeah. I mean, it's not that we should have this uh, relationship uh, with all the countries in, in, in our partner countries forever. Of course, uh, there are some needs now and we have mm -hmm. a lot of countries that needs our help and we need to take that responsibility. But the long term end game must to build now a win win partnership where actually uh, Africa can stand on their own two feet. How can we in, in falling along that line? What about the this new trade zone inside Africa? It's it's barely a year old. How can the EU help that to develop? We, we need to make sure that we so implement it, take the experience from the single market. what we're doing here. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Drop the barriers, cut exactly. down the barriers. And yeah. a very important thing is also for investments is infrastructure, yeah. market access, yeah. because it's yeah. very fragmented, you know. How small do you get farmers, your food to market? You know, don't have, and, yeah. and I think we absolutely need to improve this and we need to become visible because our, you know, competitors are there and they provide this kind of public services which the government should provide. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we should make this offer. And I think there's the global gateway strategy, really a chance. Yeah. We have to now shape it and, and implement it. But I think we should really, you know, insist that it, it, it lays the ground for the investments and for this regional uh, economic integration, what we want to see. There's only, only yeah, what, sorry, sorry for that, but mm -hmm. only what we have to realize, yeah? and uh, really to recognize uh, this is really the 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 rule uh, the, the specification specification of the rural economy this is very very important yeah of course we have we have the opportunities we have the overview we have the logistic but we have to take it and that's, this is this is a crucial question and that yeah. can be the that's be really from away from the this donor mentality yeah uh, by the way, for those listening, uh, if you hear a good sound bite out of this, please uh, cast it wider with at EPP group. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yeah. But, but, and I have barely five minutes left, unless, of course, Selena, you give me a little more time to, uh, to go into overtime. But let's see how this goes. Um, Hildegard, I, there, there's like a whole list of things. I mean, this is a huge issue. It's massive to get your head around in 30 minutes, right? But let's try what we can do. Critical raw materials. You had an own initiative. Yes. on critical raw materials. Yes. That really shows Absolutely. that something in it for Europeans and Africans to make this cooperation yes. work. We have to make uh, Africa part of value chains because it's, as you said, it's until now very often just the exploitation of raw materials. Yeah. So there is a lot of, and we do have a look in our supply chains. I mean, Europe is doing this currently and we want to raise our standards. I mean, this is also paid now because, you know, our consumers look into the in, into the raw materials. Where do they come from? How are they produced? Under which conditions? So there is also chances for Africa, you know, to really uh, mm -hmm. deliver better salaries and, and, and really to, to to, to step up in this manufacturing. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's a momentum now we have, sure. and we should build on it, and we should do it together with the Africans, because we don't want to lecture them 
We yeah. want to really uh, uh, bring it forward. Mikhail, how do we make that work in terms of critical raw materials? Well, uh, I, I think if, uh, if we can really get the agreements with the governments concerned and, and the, and the uh, approach is definitely that they feel they get an adequate share of the added value that is also created elsewhere. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it, it is really a challenge. But if they have the feeling that, uh, well, 95% uh, of everything that is added uh, takes place elsewhere, mm -hmm. they will, there is also then an inclination, uh, uh, because I think, uh, to, to, to offer it to, to other stakeholders, be it the Chinese or the Russians or who, who We're whoever. We're competing with others. And, and we are exactly. competing with them. And yeah. I think we have, well, when it comes to the big issues uh, of the past, I think we have learned our lessons of history and we are really willing to deliver better and to cooperate better. I think at the end, uh, they must make their experience with others, but yeah. I think they will, if they are honest, they will come back and, and prefer uh, the interaction with us because I think uh, definitely we are different. It's not the colonial time anymore. It's, it's for the future. It's for the common uh, for a common future of these two neighboring continents, we're also the closest ones uh, yeah. in comparison to China or others. And, uh, and so far, I hope that uh, the chances that are on the table will really be taken up, not only offered from us, but also taken up from, from the African side. I want to go deeper in that if I can, but we have barely five minutes left. Um, I just want to mention one thing about how I covered uh, a, a, a business that was building, assembling cell phones in Angola and which was great, but all the materials, everything uh, came from outside of, of Africa. All they were doing was just assembling it. We have to help them develop their, their industrial potential in, in making their own things, right? That's, it's very key. Um, and data technology yep. cooperation comes in. I think there's yeah. huge space still for technology cooperation because things are really moving very fast. As I said, for example, yeah. in energy production, you know, we have now, we're talking about hydrogen, electrolyzers, solar panels, and so on, which hasn't been in the past. So, but this is so fast and we should really make Africa part of the of the of, of, of this development. And for all, and we are yep. all the time we are looking for good examples. Yeah. Uh, and this is, for example, in Rwanda. Okay. Uh, if you see that it's uh, just uh, uh, decided and started to build uh, a factory mm -hmm. for vaccination, we yeah. have the own vaccines, and yeah. it's absolutely necessary. Everybody right. can feel it. South yeah. Africa is doing that too. They're building. Yeah, it. exactly. That's great. And one other aspect is about security. It's yeah, security. Look, security, security. Security. It's of course it's much complex than the the human life. Yeah? yeah, and much complex than the military military aspects. Yeah, and I think it's if we are talking about the security, I would like go back what it mentioned uh, by by Thomas. Yeah, it's uh, the root of causes, root of causes, and mm -hmm. that's we can help. We don't have army, we have some. Bilateral issues, yeah, yeah, and but we have uh, really investment and we have uh, knowledge about experience. This is this is this can be our weapons. Of course, we can develop something else, but it's it's not our profile. Michael, I mean, we uh, we should take a, we need to take up the African agenda. They have an African peace and security oh. architecture. This is a, a good label. We have uh, the African Union. Uh, providing uh, some security, for instance, in Somalia or elsewhere. Yeah. Or an ECO we have ECOWAS yes. uh, that, that engages in this area. Right. I think we need to uh, definitely 
help them help themselves in the real sense, mm -hmm. be it logistically, also with expertise. We have we have established structures, uh, uh, but uh, the, the specific specificities in the African circumstances, mm -hmm. they require their own setup. And in this regard, we have seen that they are able to react. In small cases like in the Gambia, when there was a president who didn't want to leave, so they showed some um, some shot uh, on the door, and and we have seen, and 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 it worked. And in this regard, I think it's better also to be acceptable on the ground. We see in Mali mm. that our different uh, activities, yes. be it EU or or uh, Minusma or, or France as a member state, only alone, uh, that we are sometimes perceived as uh, intruders and not uh, the ones that they actually need. So if that mm. can be done by local forces, by the region, by their neighbors, yeah. it's definitely prefer preferable. Indeed. I think final yeah, words. Uh, I, think, I, I think, I mean, I think this is a really important point from uh, from EPP that we are putting on the table because uh, Hildegard mentioned earlier that we need <clears> a good framework, uh, strong institutions and so on. Uh, but when we come to the question of security, I mean, how can you have any development at all if you don't have the basis of security? Yeah. Uh, and, and this is not often raised, uh, I would say, when we talk about development policy, but this is also something that we are now trying to, to bring to the discussion. Uh, because uh, even if we, uh, we're, we're not engaged yet, I would say, on so many of the, the missions, not, not the military or the civilians, but I think it will enhance in the future. I think this is the responsibility that's going to grow in Europe. But that is perhaps yeah. for, for another Facebook Live. For another, let's do another one. Let's yeah. do another one on that. Samas, <laughs> Hildegard, Mikhail, Georgi, thank you so much. Thanks to everyone for watching this uh, live event uh, at the European Parliament. Uh, keep in mind the at uh, EPP group handle for any uh, sound bites and comments you'd like to send out uh, wider. Keep, in, uh, keep track of eppgroup.eu for any further uh, information. My name is Chris Burns. Thanks for watching.